Hello? Hello, Lester. Uh, hey. Do you like scary movies? Well, yeah. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh man, that's such a difficult question. I mean, what makes a great scary movie? We have to look at the story, the killer, direction. Ah, there's just so many factors to consider. Huh, I hadn't thought about that. It's definitely a topic worth discussing. As are many more elements to the genre. So many they could be discussed on a podcast. I agree. So are we doing a podcast where we ramble on about our love for all things horror? I believe we are. Did we just become best friends? Does Michael Myers only kill on Halloween? You know I have caller ID, right, Stephen? Oh, damn it. Well, in any case, listen to the Horror Ramblings podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey again, true believers. This is Eric Slater, your friendly neighborhood podcast editor. And once again, just wanted to point out that this is another episode that we recorded uh, back in February, I want to say, maybe January. Um, so if you hear us, uh, you know, uh, being like, oh man, that Moon Knight show sure looks cool. Uh, <laughs> that that's why it's not that we're that behind on stuff. We're just behind on editing. So yeah, enjoy Excelsior. Joining me is Eric Slater. My name is Chris Carroll, and this is Comic Zombie. I freeze. I'm Batman. I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate a wheel. We're going to get into something here in a second, but before we do that, we wanted to talk, finish, we never finished talking about uh, Disney Plus's Hawkeye. That's right. We talked about how much we were enjoying it. Yeah. And that we really had theories that the Kingpin was going to show up. And guess what? We were fucking right. We were right. And then, like, a week later, Spider-Man No Way Home came out, and Daredevil showed yes. up. Yes! So oh, my God. clearly, the Marvel Netflix shows are They're in canon. canon. They're canon, officially. Right? So, yeah. and now that was made official today, as of the day we were recording this. Yeah. When, today, Disney Plus now has a mature viewers option. Right. Where you can watch the Marvel Netflix shows, and mm-hmm. I haven't yet seen if they've added the other X-Men movies, like Deadpool and Logan, but I think they I feel like that's will. about to happen if it hasn't happened already. Yeah, but I mean, all that's like the, the best shit that stuff. isn't on there is yeah. now going to start getting I was wondering on. how that was going to happen. They're going to be doing Deadpool 3 at some point. Yeah. You would assume that'd be on the same streaming service. And yeah. then it would be rated R. Right, rated R. Um, it has to be. Yeah. Or you're going to go RoboCop 3 and make it PG-13. <sighs> no. the, only, the only hope for that is that they would rip on that aspect of it the whole movie. Of course. Um, and there'd be beeps and shit. Which they did with Which the... Can, uh, you know, they did the PG-13 version of Deadpool 2, which was hilarious. Yeah, it could work. You could totally make it work. It doesn't have to be rated R. I'd prefer it be rated R, but it doesn't have to I be. Think, I think it would be better if it was rated I R. I think so, too. You know? Um, but... Don't uh, nerf it. With the know? fact that um, we get the Netflix shows in oh, the in the MCU, uh, we get the Kingpin in Hawkeye. And it That's was right. really cool. And Hawkeye, I thought, really, not to get too far off, we're, we're going to talk Netflix mostly, but the Hawkeye show was excellent. Dude, the highway chase alone with all the trick arrows, that was like the coolest freaking thing. The pin arrows? Yeah. Excellent. That was awesome. Everything about this show was great. The finale uh, really the, the stuck the landing. of Jacques as the swordsman just that turning cool. out to be like, he's a good guy. He was swords. a good I called it, man. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, they teased that her mom was going to be Madame Mask, but never made it happen. Yeah. So the whole time you're looking for shit so, for her to be a supervillain that's there as a bad person, but she's not really yeah. a supervillain. So there's a lot of nice red herrings. I mean, in there she could be to eventually you from the fact that the fucking kingpin was behind yep. it all. He, yep, that's um, right. 
Oh, and you remember the reveal of that? And then the credits changed and he got that big, like his shoulders, like the silhouette of the Kingpin. I was, I was so excited, man. It was a mic drop moment in the end. As we're about to get into D'Onofrio is by far the best Kingpin we've ever had. Oh, he's the animated live action. Anything. He is that character. Yeah. Yeah, He is the character and he's for me. Yeah, that's when I think Kingpin, I think D'Onofrio. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like Frank he's Miller the and essential the two things I think. And I yeah, think make him happy because he thinks Frank Miller, and then he's like, "Oh, <laughs> Frank Miller, Frank Miller." Frank. Yeah, yeah. Totally. But no, um, so him showing up in Hawkeye was great, and it, Hawkeye did an excellent job of like, it, it felt like it was going to be where they retire Clinton Barton for good. Yeah. I don't think that's the case. I don't think that's the case. I think he's Kate Bishop was awesome, but uh, Kate is awesome in it yeah. and it really did a great job uh, i was so happy when yelena showed up yeah the new black widow yeah and her usage in that show was picture perfect and it set was. her up exactly where she needs to be to her be a character hero, arc yeah exactly to and not feel like a piece of shit about it like, right she's gonna feel like she's carrying on a legacy right yeah and she's already right. a black widow so she didn't yeah. have to change anything i i'm totally. very excited about where they're going with that character very excited where they're going with both clint and kate as hawkeye and we also got the introduction of echo and Echo. And Echo yeah. was awesome. And she's going to get she her own great. show. Uh, and spoilers, at the end of the episode, yep. when she realizes that Kingpin's the one that killed her father, and he's been raising her all this time and training her all this time yeah. to be a tool for him, yeah. that he's essentially run her life mm-hmm. for decade plus. Yeah. She shoots him in the face. <laughs> yeah. So was, the last we see shocking. Kingpin is he gets shot in the face point blank. Yeah. So um, I'm... He's not dead though. There's no There's no way. way. They made such a big deal about him coming Third back. Episode and then kill him. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. So in the comics, when Echo was introduced by Brian Bendis and David Mack and all that, that era of Daredevil pre Alex mm-hmm. Malik, but the the yeah. David Mack era of Daredevil. Uh Echo was same basic story. She yeah. works for the Kingpin, totally. finds out he betrayed her, she gets pissed, she sues him in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Bendis picks it up in Daredevil, the Kingpin is now blind. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I think I that's where that. they're going. I, I think, think you're right. Yeah. And the rumors are that now that Daredevil is on Disney Plus, uh-huh. the big rumor is, and now that Matt Murdock was revealed to be Peter Parker's lawyer and all that in No Way Home. Right. How cool is that? that? Nelson and Murdoch is still around, or at least Murdoch is still around. They have to be. Uh, that the big rumor that's floating around right now is that and it hasn't been officially announced. Mm-hmm. But that Daredevil season four has been approved for the next slate of Disney Plus shows. That's so amazing. Dropping next year. Well, especially with them bringing the shows over to Disney Plus, I could totally see that happening now. Yeah. At first, I was like, well, are they really going to do a season four for a show where you got to watch the first three seasons on Netflix? I didn't realize this was happening yeah, I didn't until either. like last this week. This is all relatively recent. So, like This all kind of. I could see the- that. Yeah, I think Disney threw so, a shit ton of money at Netflix. We got, we do have a couple upcoming shows. Obviously, Echo. So I think we're going to see both Daredevil and Kingpin in that show. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, pro- maybe Hawkeye too. And that but probably could, at least those two. That could be a backdoor pilot for the new Daredevil season. Yes, and I think that's going to. I think that's exactly right. I think that's where we see the furthering of Kingpin's story. Also, She Hulk's coming up. Yep. And uh, Matt Murdock could easily be on we're that gonna show. See, uh, we know we're yeah. going to see the Hulk, and we know we're going to see the Abomination. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, the rumor is the leader's finally going to show up. <sighs> Fuck yeah. And some comments from Ruffalo make it seem like the Hulk might die in it. Oh my god, the really? might die. Wow. Um, I think, if anything... Probably not permanently, off, I would if imagine. you got to get rid of him, write him off, and recast him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, can't yeah. kill the fucking It's been Hulk. done before, yeah. You can't kill the Hulk. No. You can kill Iron Man. Of sure. all characters, yeah, yeah. You can't kill the Hulk. Come on, man. 
Um, but it, it'll be cool to see what they're going to do with that. The trailer, the teaser for it was really sweet. And of course, the trailers for Moon Knight look excellent. Moon Knight so looks great. If you're wondering why he has a weird British accent, yeah. that's one of his personalities. Yeah, exactly. It's not the real Mark that. Spector. That's, yeah. not, that's not Mark Spector you're seeing no. in the trailer. That's like Stephen Grant or something. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Mark Spector's the one kicking dudes' faces in. Yeah. Like, it's it's going to be awesome. I'm it curious. looks bonkers. Have you seen, have you seen the, in the best way? Yeah, for? it looks great. The Mr. Knight poster mm-hmm. and the. Oh, it's going to be sick. Yeah, it looks great. So, yeah, Disney Plus has. And Loki season two, Hawkeye season two, and he um, got Miss Marvel. Teased. The Miss Marvel trailer is great. Miss Marvel drops June eighth. The trailer looks really good. I'm excited. They changed her power set a little bit. Yeah, a it's lot, cosmic. And it's stuff energy now. based yeah. instead of like Mister Fantastic. But it looks like she does have the stretchy thing at smart. a certain point. Well, you know? she makes a giant energy fist to yeah. kind of mimic the big fish. She oh, uses. that's what it was. I think it was smart. I think so too. It ties her more to the Captain Marvel side yeah. of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it keeps her away from being. A stretchy character before Reed Richards is right because we're about to have so. the FF, yeah, right. So. And you don't want too many stretchy folks. Yeah, that's a good point. Hard one's that. hard enough. Yeah, yeah. And I read that's cool. It, Reed's cool, but yeah, it, it's too bad that was the power he was given. Right. Um, <laughs> it's visually very cool looking. That's that's the thing. Like um, even over in DC, like I can't stand the stretchy characters usually. You know, plastic like Plastic Man and Elongated. Man. They're so man dumb when he's taken seriously. So like sure. Judd Winnick or Brad Meltzer write him. Well, there's that one story, uh, Identity Crisis. Identity Crisis with Brad Meltzer, which is pretty or good. When Judd yeah. Winnick writes him in like the JLI yeah. and stuff like yeah. that, or Keith Giffen and Titus, totally. where they write him as a. He's just a normal, fun-loving, cheery yeah. guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a really good detective yeah. who married a girl who's a little bit out of his league and. Yeah. Everything's he just he enjoys being who he is, you know, and that's cool. Yeah, yeah totally. you don't want to read a book about that guy necessarily, yeah. but it's cool to have that as a character. <laughs> totally, totally. Plastic Man's funny in the right hands. Yeah, and but Mister Fantastic, on the other hand, he is a great character. The the stretchy things just it's like kind of secondary. It's, incidental. it's just a weird power that he happened to get from this. I will say experiment. Um, yeah. one they, a couple of things they've done recently. Well, recently in the last like fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, it's twenty at this point. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Talking about the Ultimate FF? Knight's four. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, that was good. Roberto, one, two, three, four? Uh, Guire, no, no, no. That's one, two, three, four. That's a mini That's Grant Morrison, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about a, a series just called Four. Oh, it okay. Was a, the second... Yeah, where it just had the four symbol yeah, with so the you circle. you had Fantastic yeah. Four as one book, and then under the Marvel Knights banner, you had four. Yeah. Which is a more street-level... That's book. right, yeah. It was written by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, who is the guy in charge of, like, Riverdale and of Sabrina oh, for okay. Netflix. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, he works Heard good things. Lanthe, and he's written, like, a bunch of award-winning plays and all this. He's a great writer. Totally. He had a bit where Reed Richards beat the piss out of Namor. Oh, man. And he revealed that Reed has been fucking experimenting for a long time, and it's like, he's not stretchy. Oh. He has complete malleable cells. Yeah. So he can make his cells stretch as far as he wants, okay. or he can condense them. Oh, wow. And so he turns his fist into like antimatter dense material. Jeez. And then uses the stretchiness of his arm uh-huh. to make it a weapon where he can swing his fist around like a mace. <laughs> and one hand on Namor wow. knocks him the fuck out. And this is That's Namor. Awesome. Yeah. This dude can fight like Namor. Yeah. <laughs> Are we. Awesome. Are we getting uh, a Namor at some point? I wouldn't be shocked in... if he showed up in Black Panther 2. I could see that. I could I see that because he's that. another, like, head of a kingdom. You and, know, like... and Wakanda and Atlantis don't like each other. Yeah. It's too damn bad. T'Challa's dead because yeah. T'Challa and Namor are, like, enemies. Right. Um, but if we don't see him in Black Panther 2, I think we'll see him in FF or a sequel. 
I think well, it's only a matter of time. You know, there's there's that. also the hints at the Illuminati possibly showing up in Doctor Strange too. So maybe maybe, we'll, maybe that'll alter- be his initial, yeah, or I maybe think, an alternate if, version. If we do get them? I don't think it's the MCU. It's not going to be the MCU. It's going to be like the yeah. the way that because like you know, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are not right. MCU. Yeah. They're from another universe that yeah. popped into the MCU. Yeah. And I think it would the, the trailer makes it for Doctor Strange 2, which we haven't really talked about, yeah, makes but... it think that that's Charles Xavier from the X-Men movies. There's Patrick Stewart. It's it pretty, might be, probably. I'm sure it is. Yeah. The rumor is, is that If Tom you're going to reference him at any point, this is a good one to do it. The Iron Man that's going to be in it, potentially. And that's a rumor. There's uh-huh. no hint that it's an Iron Man other than the drone things. But oh. Look more Ultron to me. Yeah. But. Uh, the oh, rumor shit. is that it's the superior Iron Man. Oh, okay. And that it's going to be Tom Cruise. That's amazing. I would love that. That would be cool. I like Tom Cruise. So That'd be hilarious. Cool. I like yeah. Tom Cruise as an actor, at least. Yeah. Uh, but, there's yeah, so much they can do with the uh, multiverse. There's also stuff. rumors that Ian Griffith from the Tim Story FF movies, like Rise of the Silver Surfer, yeah. will be the Reed Richards in it. Oh, um, okay. And that'll give That's a awesome, actually. rough introduction to the That's... Illuminati by being alternate versions. Wesley Snipes is rumored to be T'Challa as well. What? Uh, it's all rumors. Uh, that'd be cool, but though. That that'd was, be so badass. He was originally badass. going to be Black Panther. And that'd be a nice, like, nod because he was... You know, before the Blade, Blade, he wanted to play Black Panther. Right, yeah, and there yeah. There was actually like a treatment out there well, for the, him to be Black Panther. The 1999 Blade movie kind of kickstarted the whole superhero movie Definitely thing. The so, new versions, you of know, it. yeah, that generation of exactly. It. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, uh, there's a lot of rumors about that movie, but we are way off base. We wanted to talk about the Netflix <laughs> Marvel shows. You have not been home in days. Barely sleep when you are home. How many times a night you light that fist up? I see how much you're pushing yourself. Just trying to keep the peace. What am I supposed to do? I didn't ask for the iron fist. Fighting for what I believe in, no matter the cost. What are you fighting for? Trying to do what's right. I didn't expect to see you here, brother. We have family matters to discuss. You and Davos. You were trained together. I fought my brother. There is no changing what happened. You feel that you can just walk through this world as if it belongs to you. The Iron Fist is not a weapon to be held, it is to be used. Now you'll give me what's mine, brother. You will suffer. The Iron Fist, that was one of it. We can stop him, but I need help. You're not alone, but we can't save everyone. I can't just sit here and do nothing. I have become the thing you never had the strength to be. History doesn't decide what happens next. We do. do this more often dinner out a movie date night mm-hmm. we'll start with eric has not seen iron fist 
I haven't. There's two seasons of I've Iron heard Fist. nothing but terrible things. <laughs> I just will say season one of Iron Fist, the whole problem with Iron Fist is that it was miscast. Right. Finn Jones is awful. Yeah. He's not an awful actor. He's not good. He's not good for that role, though. But he's ter- he can't the, fight. The fighting, the, the, the martial the arts. The reports are that he put no effort into it. Uh, he didn't train. Yeah. He barely went to the gym. Um, he didn't do like any kung fu. He didn't learn. Yeah. The fight choreographers had to go out of their way to make excuses for him not to show his face so they could constantly sub out stuntmen. Wow. Or season two. And that's not... They were, they, season season one sucks. It's poorly that's written. Like, that's like doing like a Shang-Chi movie or Shang-Chi movie. With a guy that can't fight, exactly. like that, the whole thing about That's his character—that's <laughs> the problem. And he looked goofy as shit when he tries to do it because he has yeah. no coordination. And the thing is, I love martial arts stuff, so I know I'll be disappointed if I watch it. Some kind of the like martial arts are I don't know. crap in it, dude. That's yeah. the problem. This is a show yeah. about a guy who's the best fighter in the world, yeah. who can't fucking fight. And the thing is, with a martial arts show. You don't need any budget for that. No. You just need a good, like someone who has they, skills. He makes the, the good choreography. They make the Iron Fist, yeah, weak. Uh, compared to what it's supposed to do. Yeah, that show should have been awesome is what it I'm saying. It should have been great, yeah. but they leaned into all the wrong parts, yeah. and it sucks. Season two is a lot better. It's That's still got flaws because, again, the title character sucks, Yeah, but he's better in the second season. Okay, okay. He's better than he was in The Defenders, too. They corrected too. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's an episode particularly with Luke Cage in it that's great. That's awesome. No, no, See, no that's... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got it backwards. He's in an episode of, of Luke Cage season two. Really? And that's the best version of Iron Fist we ever get. So I should point out, I've seen season one of Luke Cage. I've seen season one of Jessica Jones. I've seen all of Daredevil because that show's awesome. Yeah. I've seen The Defenders and I have not yet seen The Punisher, right, well, we'll which get we'll get into. Punisher. But Season two of Iron Fist is yeah. smart because it removes him f- the powers from Iron Fist for like half the season. Okay. And gives it to Davos. Oh. The Steel Serpent. That's interesting. And so you have like an evil Iron Fist running around. That's kind of cool. by the end of the season, yeah. Danny has his power back, kind of. Yeah. But the new Iron Fist is Colleen. Oh, okay. Colleen Wing is the like new his Iron sidekick Fist. kind yeah, of the, on the, the Asian girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. the new Iron Fist. And you That's see her awesome. Beating ass with the mask on and stuff. She looks awesome. That's cool. At the same time, you see that yeah. Danny is overseas. Yeah. Using the guns like Orson Randall from the comics, the oh, action comics. Yeah, that's and he's awesome. hunting down the legacy of the Iron. There's there's rumors yeah. of a current, a guy living who used to be the Iron Fist, and old oh. Iron Fist are all supposed to die before the next guy can be Iron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like in the comics. Yeah. So they were setting up the Matt Fraction Ed Brubaker oh, Iron Fist, which that's is fucking cool. great. Yeah. And they never got to do it. Well, so maybe at some point down the road we'll get like a maybe a recast Iron Fist. I would I would say. Don't just do another Iron Fist show. Do uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Yes. What was that called? Power the, Pack? Uh, no, Heroes for Hire. Heroes for Hire. Do so, a hi- Heroes for Hire show. Of Luke Cage. Build off awesome. of that, but recast Danny Rand yes. while you're at it. Yes. I'm still not sure what I am. I'm just living my life day to day. You should be out there helping people. You think I asked for any of this? I was put in some tank like an exotic fish. Came out with abilities. I just want to be left the hell alone. Well, that would be a waste. Harlem, perpetual symbol of hope and prosperity. Too much happens in the shadows. People fear what they can't see. Our reputation, our legacy, our blood. Hit every businessman, squeeze them hard. Everybody wants to be the king. 
Sometimes if you want justice, you have to get it yourself. Wah! Hungry arms. Wah! The hungry arms. Give us the money. I don't like your tone. <laughs> Got you. Ooh. I'm from a city where having a heart is not suggested. I'm a maverick tapping backs. I'm a savage. I'm cleaning braces with tongue and vacuum. You wanna go to war? I'll take you to war. You might be bulletproof. The Harlemate. Supposed to represent our hopes and dreams. You have to fight for what's right every single day. Why don't you just tell us your name? The whole neighborhood is yapping about how two goons got the beat down last night. I heard it was four guys. <laughs> Luke Cage is great. Luke Cage is awesome. The first half season, of season one's one, great. When he has Cottonmouth, yeah, Mahasal Ali, who's gonna who's be now gonna be Blade? Yeah. How weird is uh, that? Cottonmouth, his That's Cottonmouth cool, is fucking awesome. He's great, and I can't remember the music the throughout that, that show. Awesome, uh, Black too. Mariah. Yeah, that kills him. Yeah, um, spoilers is awesome too. I don't think that the guy that plays his like half brother or whatever. Uh, strike is it Diamondback? Diamondback. Diamondback. Yeah, I don't love end. that. His, yeah. his, his well, it's kind of shoehorned in and, at the end. And, yeah, yeah, I don't love it. I don't love that part at all. But he overacts show, it a bit too much. Yeah, he's I not think, great. You know, but yeah. but the show is good enough around him. Oh yeah, that it doesn't matter. Luke Cage himself is I've great. I met Mike Coulter at a con, at a con by the yeah. way. Yeah, super fucking nice. That's guy. awesome. Um, he seems cool. Super chill. Yeah, uh, but the I love the way he plays the character. What bums me out so hard about Luke Cage season two is by the end of it. Yeah. He has had to install himself as like the new king of Harlem. Like, oh, it's weird. like Bendis is Daredevil, where Daredevil has to declare himself the kingpin. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Like, if you want to do anything in my city, you got to come through me, and I'm huh. not gonna let you do shit. Wow. And that's, okay. Like, Luke kind of takes over Harlem, like he's the new like Godfather. I of could Harlem. see that happening where, with like, that character. If you want to do anything, you come to me, and I'll beat you down. Like he's, yeah. he's got to go basically take over Black Mariah's operation and be well, like a bad guy by the end. Like he's looked at as a bad guy by the end of the story. That kind of makes sense though. Oh, so they didn't really finish the storyline. No, it then. ends with him sitting at the table, <laughs> separating himself from all his friends, everyone wow. that's been caring about him. Oh, that's his girlfriend. He breaks it off with everybody and yeah. goes to like make this horrible personal sacrifice. Oh man. To become this thing he hates. Yeah. To just protect to keep everybody, to keep the neighborhood safe. Yeah. yeah. And it ends with him at the table and that it's makes like, sense, damn. And yeah. then it ends. That's man. That uh, Jessica Jones at least. That kind of makes me want to watch it now. Yeah, well, like, it's awesome. Yeah, Luke season one was strong. A big part of the job is looking for the worst in people. Turns out I excel at that. You a PI? I'm just trying to make a living. You know, booze costs money, usually. Jessica Jones. I saw you. What do you want to know? Can you punch through a wall? Stop moving car? A slow moving car. The way I see it, being a hero just puts a target in your back. 
Been there, done that. What if there was someone else out there? But his ability was to make people do whatever he wanted. You like mind control? You have no idea what I've done. What he made me do. Jess. He isn't here now. Well, he's always here. Yes? You'd like to invite me in? Absolutely. Kilgrave leaves a trail of broken people behind him. He made me jump for hours as high as I could. He said I was never as good as you. He's back. He's coming for me. Let's start now. No! Jessica, I'm the only one who matches you. But we're inevitable. Oh my God. God didn't do this. The devil did. Now I'm gonna find him. Jessica Jones had a great season one that introduced Luke Cage. Jessica Jones season one might be the best season out of all these shows, in my opinion, because on the strength, the villain of the villain, the villain. Uh, What's his name? Uh, David Tennant. David Tennant as Killmonger. Killgrave. Killgrave. Sorry. Kilgrave. Kilgrave, the purple man. The they purple just don't man. call him the purple man because they don't make his skin purple. Which but is it is cool the way he like he's always purple. wearing purple. Yeah. It's a nice and nod the to the comics. Yeah. to when he had Jess yeah. hypnotized or whatever under his power. That was creepy. Have a purple tint to them. Yeah. It's just very... Yeah, it was a nice minimal. visual touch. Um, um, but that whole season was fucking awesome. Great. It's a yeah. film noir style... She's great. ...detective story that yeah. is centered on fo- working through trauma. Yes, yeah. And it has one of the all-time great villains, and now these in the MCU is one of the MCU's best villains. Even right? Dead. Yeah. I mean, just awesome. Now, the it's thing that's really great good. about these shows, really quick. Yeah. They did try to make them in the MCU, but because it wasn't Marvel Studios, it was yeah. Marvel Television Studios. There was hints here and there. Right. You see the Avengers Tower in the background. Well, uh, and then, Jessica no, Jones Kingpin at one keeps point. mentioning the the incident. Yes. In Daredevil. And that too. And they're talking about yeah. the Battle of New York and Avengers. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway. And even Kingpin's like building a property on like the destruction yes, or whatever. They're all so. taking advantage of yeah. the chaos of that day. There's um the owl, <laughs> is that his name? Or Leland Owsley. They hint that his son might be the owl. Oh, okay. Is that what we see him because there wasn't a season four. Well the the dad one that... is the character of the owl, but he yeah. never is called the owl. Yeah. And he so... never has costume or anything like that. Anyways, that guy calls out Thor at one point. There's yeah, a couple call things. Stark. Uh, Jessica yeah. Jones calls out Cap and Stark and the Hulk at one yeah, point. Yeah, there's by, references by name, to... But it's just, usually like the Green Man the or guy, the guy with the, the, the hammer. running around with a flag on his back, like yeah, shit like that. Stuff like yeah. that. Uh, so, like, we always kind of... might name drop Tony Stark at one point. Yeah. Because you can't. You have to be. Oh, it's total. on the name. It's Tony Stark. I, yeah. So we always kind of hoped that they would connect, but then it seems like as time went on, it was like, yeah, they're never going to acknowledge well, that. Now they but are. now that we've come full circle, it's like, holy shit. Kevin Feige, this is all on a whim, by the way. Yeah. This is I know. Kevin Feige. They're talking in Hawkeye about like the big bad. They wanted a secret big bad. And they yeah. were thinking about who to reveal. And he goes, right. it would make sense to do the kingpin. Yeah. And they were like, well, we can't do that. And he goes, yeah. And he just kind of looks at him. <laughs> and uh, next thing you know. It happened. He's got Vincent D'Onofrio under contract, and he's in talks with. 
he had all these conversations about well in in interviews and he'd say yeah. well when daredevil does come to the mcu it will be charlie cox yeah like, wait what yeah and then like a week later he's in no way home and it was he like, said it's so oh, casually it, it, yeah and, yeah, and they've so. been planning this for years clearly like they for know, a while yeah, yeah i don't know how long but, but it's kevin yeah. feige is just the best that's ever oh, done totally it, he is so good at this shit yeah he, he knows ha- he just knows what button to press yep all the time yeah um, and i gotta say i love the mcu but daredevil is so freaking good it, okay, it's on yeah, another so, so level I want, real quick before we get to daredevil we will i wanted to because that's the big dad that's when we really yeah want to talk yeah, yeah. we'll hold off on jessica that. jones season one is great like we mentioned the problem is season two really sucks it's it, not yeah good. It's, i it's stopped really uneven it was, it was awful season three is the first of the only two seasons that came out after the announcement that the netflix shows contracts oh. like they weren't going to be making anymore yeah after the disney purchase of marvel yeah uh, because Disney was working on Disney Plus, yeah, yeah. So they yeah. want to keep renewing contracts for shows they couldn't be making Makes themselves, sense, right? Yeah. So Jessica Jones season three has an f- air of finality to it. Mm. Okay. And as such, they take some risks, and it's oh. really good. Yeah. Okay. It's it's not quite as good as the first one because the sure. villain isn't quite as strong, but he is yeah. unsettling as hell. Oh, okay. And he does a good nice. job. That's awesome. Um, the the other show that came out after was The Punisher season two. Oh um, yeah. We'll get to the Punisher because that comes out of Daredevil, and we'll sure. get to Defenders because that comes That's out. of That's right. Daredevil. Yeah, they all kind of spin out of each other. Um, yeah. Everything was building to the Defenders, but we start with Daredevil season one. When I was a kid, I used to dream what it would be like to live somewhere far away from Hell's Kitchen. But I realized the city was a part of me. It was in my blood, and I would do anything to make it a better place. <laughs> Good and evil. Sometimes the difference between the two is a sharp line. Sometimes it's a blur. Sometimes we have to do things outside of the law. We're gonna make a difference. I know it doesn't feel like it sometimes, but we are. You're blind, but you see so much. I hear things. You know what they call stuff like that? Gifts. I'm gonna train you. Use it. to see I don't see the city anymore there's only dark corners I'll keep you safe Karen I have to be the man the city needs what are you gonna do whatever it takes we fight every night for something when the sun sets purple you and I have a lot in common Not a man's evil does not make you good. I respect your conviction. The lone man thinks he can make a difference. This darkness is the light. I'm just trying to make my city a better place. Maybe if he had an iron suit or a magic hammer, that would explain why you keep getting your asses handed to you. But we start with Daredevil season one, which yep. is one of the best comic book anythings that ever made. Like it's the so first good, Daredevil's great. It's such a great adaptation of the Frank Miller Daredevil comics. Yeah, so that's what it is. It's like a modern take on those comics. It's, well, it's a lot of the yeah, yeah it's def- it's not the necessarily Born Again or the Dark or the uh, although the, the without fear. 
Yeah. Born Again is season three. Born Again is basically season yeah, three, yeah. which is uh, brilliant. Season three of Daredevil might be the best one, by the way. Oh, so season we'll get one, to that. It sets up Matt Murdock, Foggy Nelson, Karen Page, The Hand, kind of, even though you don't really know it at the time, yeah. other than one episode where if, you know, if you're in the know like us. Right. Or our listeners probably well, like Stick. You, 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 rec- see, you know who Stick is. Yeah. You know Stick's there. The hands not the far mentor behind. Thing, you know. And if you see Nobu and you see that that red hood, you're like, oh, yeah. he's he's in the hand. Yeah, the hand is here. But what's great um, about season one, at least for me, is that it's a grad. It's a oh, the whole thing's an origin story yeah. over the season. Turk is in it. He doesn't Gladiator, actually become Josie's Daredevil bar. until the end. Right, all yeah. the elements of Daredevil he's using are the there. black costume. Yes. He doesn't actually get the red armor until the end. So it does cool. have some Miller elements in the the Man Without Fear. Yeah arc that he did with john romita jr definitely the fact like the origin story he looks like that yeah but other than that and the way they and even that, the fists like the so, way his yes, fists are yeah, wrapped all with from them. john romita jr's yeah. arc. all season one by the way let's not twist it as great as matt murdoch is and charlie cox is awesome as matt murdoch yeah like, yeah, yeah shit, definitely. he's good the whole cast Fox is amazing is great karen's great they're all great but even ben urich ben urich ben was amazing was yeah but kingpin god that was tragic kingpin steals the show oh yeah he's like, scary and, and, and even if you take him out it's still a really good show he, on the basis of the the strength of the main three characters yeah but his kingpin is awesome it really elevates this entire show, yes. for sure. And so when you it elevates the, the MCU. That's why we were so excited you, that well, you, you get got that episode finally brought, where, up, where, got brought in um, officially, where Kingpin tells where Matt uh, Kingpin's telling yeah. Fisk over the radio, "I'm gonna I'm gonna take you down." He goes, "Take your shot." Yeah. And then in the last episode, where Matt's had to like go through hell of all kinds to get to where he's at, and he's got mm-hmm. the uniform for the first time. Yes. And Kingpin like, beats you took ass. everything from me. Yeah. I'm gonna kill you. He goes, yeah. "Take your shot." And yeah. in that moment. It's so perfect because if you ever read Frank Miller's Daredevil, when he interacts with Kingpin face to face, it doesn't happen he's often. A sarcastic prick, yeah. to Kingpin. Like, yeah, he's he's he, like he calls him <laughs> poking Willy. him. Yeah, every time he comes into, every time he goes to see him, he waits till Kingpin's out of his office. Yeah, and then when Kingpin comes back in, he's sitting at his desk with his feet up on his desk, like, yeah. "Hey, how's it hanging, fat man? What's up, Willie?" Like, he, <laughs> you know, like it's totally very Spider Man like. Yeah, he knows yeah, that yeah. gets Kingpin off his game because Definitely. it works for Spider Man because he's got such an ego. Yeah, but Matt is also like that as Daredevil, and yeah. we see that at times. Yeah, like in season two in the hallway fight where he he goes to shoot him with the gun, knowing yeah. he knows there's no bullets in it. Oh yeah, but he puts the gun out and shoots it. Yeah, so they go, huh, and then yeah. he grins. Yeah, and it's like that's that's Daredevil. Yeah, oh yeah, he's about yeah. To take yeah. a beating, but he's, he's got a dark side. And yeah, he sometimes likes, it comes he out. He's kicking people's asses. Oh yeah, and then season cool. two of this show introduces really introduces the hand. Yeah, season and two. gives us Electra. city is ground zero in a war it doesn't even know is happening and everything will change this war is bigger than everyone Isn't going to be an easy one. 
begun, Matthew. And if you get it my way, I'm gonna kill you too. And that v- version of their relationship is straight yeah. out of that book. Oh yeah. So yeah. a lot of Frank Miller there. Yeah. Now uh, season, season two is really good. I don't think it's as strong as season one, but it has its moments. All the hand stuff's really good, but the Punisher okay. stuff. I think season, I'm in the minority. Okay. I recognize that most people say season one is the best one. Yeah. yeah. As great as I like, as season one is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think the show gets better every season. Yeah. I think okay. season two improves on season one. I do think it suffers from one thing, and unfortunately, yeah. it's very central. Yeah. And that's Foggy being pissed off that Matt's Daredevil. Yeah. The problem is they just did that in He's season so one. so whiny about it. Yeah. Right. Like, and so it makes Foggy and Matt's relationship, which is so key to that show. Yeah. And it separates them from most of the If season. you haven't read the comics, you don't really care about their relationship at that point. So it's like a little well, harder to buy if in. If you watch the show in season one, like it makes you care about them, sure. I feel. I mean, sure. It makes you care about them as friends. Like, my I wife do like... never read the books ever. Oh, okay. But yeah, when yeah. she watched, season two of daredevil she pointed out like man, i really wish they'd stop fighting yeah and it's like yeah you know eventually they're not going to be fighting it's too yeah. bad that it even in season three season his season, friends are always mad at him thing yeah for being who he is and that's my one complaint him, about that entire show is that, yeah you know they took that part of it a little too far yeah but see that's the big complaint people have with season two i think and they sure. feel like it tries to do too much yeah i don't think it does yeah i think it's perfectly good because you have the punisher arc which is so good which is going smoothly that is so good and then yeah. Matt does not know the hand never left New York. Yeah, that's right? true. He just yeah. doesn't know. If he had known, he wouldn't have thrown all his eggs in the Punisher basket because mm-hmm. he would have been like, I'm going to be way too busy to deal with that. But then Elektra shows up and flips yeah. his whole world upside down like yeah. she always does Yeah, and fucks up his all his relationships like totally. she always does yeah. and drags him into some bullshit with the hand like she mm-hmm. always does. Yeah, And so I felt like it was peak now, Frank Miller Daredevil. I really enjoyed it. It's good. Um, and it has callbacks to all kinds of great Daredevil comics and stuff. Yeah. But then it spins off into the Punisher show, which now, we'll talk about real quick before we get into John Bernthal, and I haven't seen the Punisher show yet right. myself. I, you know, He's for whatever reason. Daredevil a lot. But he is so freaking good in this role, at least in Daredevil from what I've seen, like the trial, the Punisher, all that stuff. They nailed the He's character intense. in a way that we've never seen before in any of the movies. They nail aspects of him. They have to make him more it's human yeah it's a different comic. version from the Frank, he's a Frank sociopath in the comic he's yeah. the shark from jaws yeah he's a he's a force of nature he's he like a hurricane he doesn't have to say a word he's a hurricane of bullets all you need to see is yeah. him show up with the skull yeah and you know someone's gonna, gonna die, die. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so and he has like he doesn't have much personality there's moments though where you're like shit yeah so you know, they, they had to show. humanize yeah. him a little bit and yeah. bring him down to earth a little yeah. bit and like totally. make him care about some shit so after the success um, of John Bernthal's portrayal of the Punisher in season 2 of Daredevil and some people weren't overly thrilled with the fact that the Punisher was such a heavy part of the story and what was really a story about Elektra in the hand, but I mean, personally, I freaking loved it, but I really loved it when they spun him off into his own show.
Punisher deals with him getting roped into um, Micro's stuff. Mm, yeah. And in this case, Micro is a framed disgraced NSA agent who's trying to use Frank to clear his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it also gives us Frank's backstory, this version of Frank's backstory. Which oh. You see, he was special forces and he okay. got roped into working for some shitty dudes from the CIA. Yeah, yeah. And was part of some really shady shit that he did not like being a part of. Yeah. And it really... the turned him a bit and when he gets his revenge on the they were also behind oh, the yeah. shit that happened to his family oh like they were yeah 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 smith and all this to totally. be behind that guy they have to do something that the comics tend to avoid when that's humanized frank a little bit and they kind of have to do that for a you know 13 episode roughly 13 hour show you don't want some mad dog running around for 13 hours <laughs> but when you get to the points where he just like loses his shit and goes all punisher on people it is shockingly violent. It's, it's why I'm more than even the sex scenes in Jessica Jones, which are pretty graphic. I'm more surprised about the Disney Plus migration that they're bringing the Punisher on. I know you have to like select a new viewing option to be like mature viewer, but holy shit. So when he gets his revenge, mm-hmm. it is fucking i cannot believe that this show more than anything is the yeah. reason there's now a mature rating on disney plus so you can watch it you think yeah. daredevil's bad yeah no uh, dude he like i heard it got dark he basically beats the guy's head to pulp oh, man. and they don't wow. shy away from showing yeah him. and then in, he makes jigsaw holy <laughs> shit I, i've heard the it's second nasty. season no dude it's disgusting <laughs> like the sound has more to do with it than anything like just the the I mean, fuck it, I'll say it. Everybody's seen it at this point except for you. He's in <laughs> yeah. a fight with Billy, and they're they're at the carousel in uh, Central Park where his family was killed. After he finds out that Billy, who's in the story, one of his oldest friends and was in the war with him, was one of the people behind the scenes that had a lot to do with his family's death. Mm. And so he's going fucking just ape shit, right? They're beating the crap out. They're both special forces, so Billy's not some pushover. He, he trains other special um, special forces people. So it's a pretty even fight. But then Frank goes Punisher on his ass. And you know how, like, in the center column of a lot of those um, 
carousels or merry-go-rounds, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. There's like, they're usually uh, like mirrors. Mm-hmm. So he, his mirrors have been like shot to shit and one of them's like all shattered. And so Frank grabs Billy by the back of the head and smashes his face into this mirror like four times. Damn. And then, and then pushing his head into the glass, Oof. drags his face down the mirror. Jesus. And at, so it's just shredding the guy's face. I mean, it's literally getting your face forcefully dragged through broken glass. And the sound, it, you can hear his skin tearing. And, it, and his scream goes up like three octaves. And it is just... So unsettling. That's all. He drags it down with like force and you oh. hear it. And the screams, it's fucked up. And that's not even the most hardcore death in the series. So they certainly did Frank justice as far as depicting how monstrous he can be when the mood strikes him. I mean, he's just going to murder dudes all the time, oh, anyways. Yeah. But now, if now, you're lucky, he's just going to shoot you. Like you said, I haven't seen uh, the Punisher show itself yet, but I loved Burnthal in season two of Daredevil. I thought that whole storyline was great. Now, I like Thomas Jane, but it wasn't to that level. This is the Punisher from the comics, basically. Maybe modernized a little bit. You know, I guess he's not quite... Well, he's got a little bit more humanity to him, at least at this yeah. point. <laughs> they they TV'd him up a, li- a little bit. Not a but lot. He's they very kept, Frank Castle. They kept the violence, which I think was great. Like, that that edge to him, you know? Yeah, and, and honestly, you mentioned Thomas Jane, and I hated the Thomas Jane Punisher movie. But I never disliked Thomas Jane as the Punisher. I thought he was a really, really good choice to play the character. And uh, for those who haven't seen it, it's there's an unofficial punisher short film on youtube oh yeah that that he made mm-hmm. called dirty laundry so if you've never seen it you can just go to youtube and look up dirty laundry you might want to do thomas jane dirty laundry or punisher dirty laundry but it's it's what he would have done mm-hmm. like the kind of more kind of up that alley ron perlman's in it it's freaking awesome yeah it's good and that it's like what seven eight minutes it's maybe, not long at like all that. yeah it's worth checking out though no but yeah, and even in that short period of time, like he showed that he totally gets yeah what that character is, and it's just a shame that he got saddled with like a really like that weird period of superhero movies, yeah. uh, post X Men, where like they were just making everything but weren't letting the right people make them. I, but I digress. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't mind Season- revisiting that one at some point to see. Like, I mean, it probably doesn't hold up at all, but like you know what we should he's, do? he was good in it, if I remember correctly. We should do, and we it would have to go on the list. But um, after we do like our all four Fantastic Fours or you know whatever, uh-huh. we we should do uh, the three Punisher movies. Yes, the Dolph back Lundgren, to Thomas Jane, and Ray Stevenson. That's right. Just I almost like, forgot about Warzone. Oh my god, there's <laughs> these a lot are to all talk so about. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, season two of The Punisher is a lot more uneven. The story, it's a lot like Jessica Jones season two, where the story just gets way too. Like it's eating its own tail half the time. Oh, okay. And it's because the villains just aren't great. The one really good villain's from Jason Aaron, right? His Punisher yeah. Max run. Okay. It's this like Amish dude who like has a sledgehammer, <laughs> and he's been sent to kill Frank. So and, random. Like, but other than him, the villains suck. And Frank's saddled with this team. They tried to give him all right. So it's established in season two of Daredevil that Karen Page and the Punisher have this weird right connection. Yeah. And it's yeah. not out of character. Like it fits. Totally. And then season one of the Punisher, that gets reestablished a little bit, and they, oh, they tie okay. Frank to Micro. Yeah. Season two of the Punisher, they get rid of all that, and he's hanging out with this 
fucking like runaway. Oh, okay. That is caught up in all this shit, and these people are out to kill her, and so he gets roped into it. So it's kind of like but a one-off story, which is kind of a cool kinda, approach. Yeah, which I is think. fine, but yeah. the girl is so annoying. Oh, okay. I think it's just maybe the wrong choices were made from a story point. Sure. Yeah. She need, he needs a bratty sidekick. <laughs> no, he fucking doesn't. Yeah. Uh, but there are some really cool bits in season two of The Punisher that, that redeem it a little. Sure. But it's inferior to season one. Yeah. Like it's it's Jessica yeah. Jones season two to Jessica Jones season one inferior. Yeah. Like it's just not very good. Um, you can really kind of skip it. It doesn't. It, it was one of the two projects. It was that and Jessica Jones season three that were uh, at least released. But I believe Punisher season two might have been finished after the news was broken that Netflix was not going to be uh, continuing with their Marvel projects. So. It really doesn't have any bearing on anything. They don't try to set anything up. It's just a story. Yeah. Um, and it's it's not a particularly awesome one. That's unfortunate. There are a couple, there are a couple of nice cat like Frank Castle being awesome moments in it. Yeah. But it it, it brings jig, Jigsaw is terrible. Like he's really good in the first season, but like the scarring on his face is so minimal compared to what happened to him. Oh. So right away you're like, he doesn't even look that like, oh no, he's got like a little bit of scarring on like part of his face. As much as I you didn't know, like, like Warzone, I think they did a pretty good job with Jigsaw's look at least. Yeah. Not, not or- the actor. The actor, I no, think. No, the actor he, was trash. Yeah, he did a terrible job, but like the, the visual effects he on that. He looked disgusting. Yeah, it was I, gross. And that was what you want. Like Jigsaw yeah. looked fucking nasty mm-hmm. he does not look nasty here he just uh. looks like the same dude with like some bad makeup on his face uh. Uh, and he's way too much of a focal point of the story so anyway you can kind of skip past that and it doesn't really have any effect on the overall story just for punisher completionists like myself and other than that like i wouldn't bother with it so we're talking about how punisher spun out of daredevil season two well daredevil season two also did a ton of legwork setting up the other show which was the defenders that's right you have interrupted a citywide investigation. You stole evidence from my crime scene. And you got my one lead killed. I was trying to help him, but you didn't. Jessica Jones, stop talking. Who the hell are you? My name is Matthew Murdoch. I'm your attorney. How does being Harlem's hero allow you to live an actual life? Right now, I just want to help people. I think there's someone that you need to meet. Hey, what are you doing in there? Who are you? Who are you? How come you can't be hurt? What's the deal with that fist? I'm the immortal Iron Fist. You what? You're on the same side. You four. The devil of hell's kitchen. The smart-ass detective. We got a problem? The righteous ex-con. My bad. And the kid with a glowing fist. Yes, I want you to be. The war for New York is here. Yes, I know. So get your shit together. The more connections you have, the easier it will be to break you. You look like an idiot. Sure, Scar. 
quite a team. No. What are you talking about? Bulletproof. Blind ninja. Whatever it is you are. Classy. <laughs> And the Defenders is like Netflix's version of the Avengers uh, from the MCU. Basically, they, they spend a lot of time building up individual corners of this little universe and then brought them all together. It was um, a really cool but, concept, too. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know I don't, that they pulled it off necessarily, yeah. but like you could see the, the idea there. You know what I mean? Like, I, do you think it was Iron Fist? Is that the weak link here? Is that what didn't I, work? That's part of it. I think that's a really big part of it because he's such a large part of the story and it's just like he's so blah. Yeah. Um I do I like the I like the, the concept stick. of uh of this team though that's all street level heroes in different parts of New York. I think that right there is genius. Yeah, and that's I mean, that's not necessarily anything new, but the the formation of these particular characters who've all been like friends in the comics for a very long time, like they've all Mm-hmm. Been like a little group of friends, but to actually make them a quote unquote team was was very cool. Yeah, um, there are some very nice scenes in here. Um, like the the first time they all fight together in the um, Midland Circle building, where the hand is like operating their corporate office out of. It's yeah. pretty cool. Um, the first time they fight, where Matt Murdock is Daredevil, Daredevil, like he's in his uniform. Uh, it's pretty cool. The stuff with Stick and Elektra and Murdoch continues from Daredevil, and I, I enjoyed that a lot. Definitely. But really, I think, other than that, I, I really thought Jessica Jones stood out a lot. Um, and they probably messed up not spending more time with her and less time with Iron Fist. Um, but her reactions to everything of just like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's great. <laughs> and, and she she, she does such awesome. a nice job in that role. But it, it's just... Um, they never quite got the balance right the way the Avengers did, you know? True. So it doesn't ever feel like it quite gels right. Um, but it does have some really nice action, and the, the finale is, is quite a big deal. Oh, so, definitely. And it's it's weird how uh, – well, maybe not weird, but season two of Daredevil dealt a lot with the hand it introduced Elektra. And then this is almost like Daredevil season 2.5 because it really builds on that stuff. And it's just kind of interesting how uh, Daredevil Season 3 picks up after The Defenders. But if you're watching just Daredevil, it might be kind of jarring because a lot happens between these two seasons. Oh, yeah. And like you said, calling it Daredevil Season 2.5 is not bad. The problem is it's also Iron Fist Season 1.5. Yeah. And a guest starring Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, whose status quo don't really change all that much. But true. You know, it, it the, the, again, I think you kind of nailed it a little bit with Iron Fist being the problem because he is such a central part of the story. You can't, I personally at least, can't ever take him seriously because I, he just sucks so much. And it's such a bummer because I love that character so much. You know, you get some good stuff with, with some of the other actors. Sigourney Weaver is really good in it. As, oh, that's um, right. Yeah. Like the head of the, like one of the heads of the hand. And that's the other thing. They made the hand boring. Yeah, how do you Iron, make ninjas boring? <laughs> Iron Fist. Iron Fist made the hand boring and like uh. gave him structure and training grounds and like everybody was kind of nice and it was just like, what the fuck is this? They should have made it and, more like the League of Shadows, you know? Yes, but no, they didn't. They, they they definitely didn't. The hand in Daredevil is pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. 
right? Like they were they worship death. They're doing all kinds of shady shit. Like they're, they're a bunch of ninjas in red running around killing folks. They right. usually win. Like they're the hand. Well, that's what I always wanted they, from like a live action Daredevil is Daredevil fighting ninjas. Everything yeah, is right in the world, you know, there's a lot of that in season two. So I was um, happy, you know, <laughs> and there's a lot of it in Defenders. There's True. Daredevil versus ninjas. The, the, anyway, by the end of it, I'm not going to get into the whole silly plot. It revolves around Kunlun and the hands plot against the people. And Danny constantly says, like, I will let you. I'm the immortal Iron Fist. And yeah. shut up. <laughs> by the end. <laughs> Um, Electra's been resurrected by the hand after she's killed by the hand in Daredevil season two, but she doesn't really remember her past life. Yeah. Um, when she does remember because Matt won't let go and every time they start fighting her, he's just like, please remember me. And, uh, when she does remember, she kills pretty much everybody that had any control over her in the Mm. hand and takes over. Yeah. And, um, when the defenders go to stop the big plot and their their plan is like well, the only thing is we can do is blow up this whole big ass building and destroy everything they've been digging out from underneath it well to do that they can't electra has to be occupied and so matt ends up fighting her and a bunch of ninjas way underneath this building and when it blows up like he and electra are presumed dead so at the end of the defenders foggy nelson and karen page think matt's dead Iron Fist is like taking it upon himself to protect the streets of New York, specifically Hell's Kitchen, mm-hmm. uh, in his place because he's inspired by Daredevil's sacrifice, which would have been great had they cast literally anyone else's Iron Fist. <laughs> um, so it really sets up Daredevil season three is like this what the fuck? I used to listen to people asking for help. That's what I was trying to do, was help people. I was fooling myself. Darkness only responds to darkness. I'm Daredevil. I have made many mistakes, but I accept the debt I'm paying because of them. Prison has changed me. What is it you're saying? I want to make a deal. He's claiming to have changed, but they don't know him like I do. The last time that we spoke, you threatened me. That is something that I cannot forgive. I'll stop him for good this time. There's only one way to stop me, but you're not going to do it. You sure about that? Just be careful that you don't become the monster. Because I've tried to make this city a better place. I will tell the world who you really are. Someone who's now showing his true colors. Sometimes you have to hurt one person for the greater good. He needs a new villain. I think I might have found him. Daredevil is our true public enemy. According to eyewitnesses, the brutal attack has been carried out by none other than... Daredevil. Daredevil. 
And I think they went for one of the kind of like a comic book movie adaptation where they take like the skeleton and the, the spirit of a story and just put the, like put it in their universe and fill in the blanks kind of thing, connect the dots. And yep. so they went for Born Again. Yeah, and Frank Miller's Born Again. On, yeah, if you're going to go out on a, on, a, on a high note with a Daredevil adaptation, you can literally do no better than Frank Miller and David Mazzucchelli's Born Again, which in my opinion, and probably most people's opinions, uh, is the best Daredevil story ever told. It's really good. It's definitely up there for me. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you get a lot of the... Uh, we're not going to go into the, all the stuff about that story because that'll put us on a 10-minute detour. But <laughs> um, the skeleton of go that is the Kingpin it. learns who Matt Murdock is and ruins his life, and Matt has to like rebuild. That isn't necessarily like a part of this story all that much. It's more Matt is presumed dead and we find out at the very end of the defenders that he's not dead. He's been discovered and kind of taken into um, the church that he's always visiting. Mm -hmm. And so season three is him like in the basement of this church. Like, do I tell my friends I'm alive? Blah, blah, blah. At the same time, the FBI makes a deal with Wilson Fisk. that gets him out of prison. Um, He's still in FBI custody, but he's not in prison. And so that like sends Murdoch over the edge. And it's this really intense, series where matt is struggling to regain his abilities yeah um and heal from these horrible injuries he got mm-hmm. and at the same time is like i'm gonna kill this motherfucker like he has to die <laughs> yeah um and what did you think of their well, version of bullseye that they introduced i thought it was really interesting like he's uh definitely a sociopath um he's not supernatural i don't think but like he has like perfect hand-eye coordination and what is he working for the FBI? He's like a sharpshooter or something. Yeah, he's he's a sniper for the FBI. Like yeah, a, yeah, he's like special forces, essentially like a special unit for the FBI. I thought it really worked. It's a little different than what we've had before, but I mean, it's it feels like the character, you know. The only complaint I have is not a major complaint because I thought he was awesome personally. Yeah. I really liked him. He's menacing. Um, how the fuck does a guy with that psychological profile get into the FBI? I know. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, no sense at all. To yeah. me, it makes way more sense if, you know, something happens where, like, Fist's guys go to wipe out the Armenians like they do, or, like, wait, Bullseye kind of ends up doing. But, like, say in the show, mm-hmm. um, the, during that fight, like, one of Fist's dude just, like, shows off, kills everybody. And you realize, like, he's just been kind of a low-level guy who's been rising up in the ranks. He's just now got Fisk's attention. Yeah. You know, because then you don't have to worry about, like, an origin or anything like that. And you don't have to deal with, like, really get kicked out of the FBI. And it's like, <laughs> how did he get there? Yeah. I um, will say uh, it's definitely uh, better than Colin Farrell's version. I love me some Colin Farrell, especially after what we'll talk about later. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, his bullseye is, like, the cringiest fucking shit I've yeah. ever seen. Like, it's just awful. It's like a 60s Batman villain. It just doesn't belong, you know. It really is. I mean, it's that level of, yeah. of cheese. But the, the, he, this dude, um, and forgive me, I'm blanking on his name. I don't remember the actor's name, but the character, they call him Dex. That's right, uh, like, yeah. Like Dexter. Um, point Dexter, I think, was his name Dexter, in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a bunch of different ideas for whose name is. I think at one point oh. Ben Poindexter. He's kind of like was, the Joker in that way, isn't he? So, yeah, exactly. You know, like, He's Daredevil's Joker for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I think his one name is at one point it was like Lester Poindex. Who fuck knows? Who knows? Uh, but anyway, he was really good. And by the end of the show, the rivalry he has built with Murdoch is like next level. Mm-hmm. Like Matt fucking hates this dude, 
And um, well, you got not that... as much as he hates Fisk because that's impossible. Right. But, and you get um, that awesome fight in the church where uh, yes. Bullseye is in the Daredevil costume and he's got like. No, the... no, no. The, the the Daredevil costume one. Wait, he is in the Daredevil he costume. Is the... You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's, you're right. He's trying to frame he Daredevil. He does it twice because he goes to kill everyone at the newspaper. And that's where Matt's in the Man Without Fear suit. And that's he's in right. The yeah. Suit. Matt's in the old, like the black suit, you know? Yeah. Which is great. And he's even got it, the the rope wrapped around his arms at one point. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, great um, callbacks. But, and I think you're right. At the church, they're both in daredevil suits, right? Uh, I don't know. Or is Matt still in his? I think it's, I don't remember. But yeah, it's uh, it's been a minute since I've seen it. But the church fight ends with a really awful, awful moment. Uh, not awful like that's stupid, but yeah. awful like oh, I'm so sad Tragic. right now. Yeah, tragic. Thank yeah. you. Um, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it because it is like it's fuck really you. Um, it's reminiscent of Kevin Smith's Guardian Devil that whole it church is. fight, and that's where it that's Which where it comes from. My favorite. That one's really good. I, it's a uh, great story. I like you know I Kevin Smith is I I love the guy personally, but uh, don't love all of his comic book work. But his Green Arrow and his Daredevil, man, holy hell, yeah, he is. Same. He's got some chops, boy. <laughs> yeah. Now, as good as uh, Bullseye was in this, D'Onofrio kills it. He is so good as the Kingpin throughout this entire series. Uh, but what's great is season one ends with him being arrested finally. Season yes. two, he's in prison the entire time. And you get like, I think, one or two scenes between him and Matt. No, it's just the one scene, isn't uh, just it? Just the one scene between them. Which was so intense. A whole subplot with the Punisher. But it sets up for this so well. Yes. And this yes. it's like they've been building to this finale and it just oh. everything about it works. So in season 1 you had the famous hallway fight in episode 2. That's right, and yeah. And in season 2 you have the equally awesome not as easily not as clearly like it's a little bit more clear there's some cuts in it, but it it's like it's a one shot pre- presentation. Uh-huh. Um where he's fighting the bikers and he's got the chain and the gun taped to his hand like Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was oh, nice. so so fucking cool. That's you also got the Garth prison Ennis fight Punisher with Punisher the Punisher. Right. No, but um and that, yeah, that's another good one. But in season 3 you have Matt having to fight his way out of prison. Mhm. And that shot is so fucking long. It's awesome, dude. It's it, pretty great. It's like a it's whole not episode, like isn't it? or anything. No, it's 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 probably it's long. There's though. one really long fight in like the not really long, but one reasonably long fight in the little room mm-hmm. that spills out into the hallway and then back into the room and then <laughs> yeah. it starts cutting. After the fight in the room ends, where he's like, yeah, and, and then he realizes Kingpin's been watching him on the monitors and he's like, he's awfully spry and quick for a blind man. Mm-hmm. And, Matt, and Matt's like, God damn it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, D'Onofrio's Wilson Fisk, in my opinion, is like a top five. Uh, comic book villain on screen ever totally like he's up there to me with like ledger's joker and and uh, hiddleston's loki and you know there's other ones too of course i don't know that's a different conversation thanos probably up there too um <laughs> but he's great i mean he's so great it, it's to the point where like as excited as i was and i'm sure you were i know you were uh-huh. to see charlie cox in no way home that was amazing and and i it's a little hard to say because the like literally three days before that movie came out D'Onofrio returned as the Kingpin in Hawkeye. Yeah. So you kind of knew that the rumors about Charlie Cox were true. 
as soon as D'Onofrio actually showed up, you're like, oh my god! Yeah, uh, <laughs> and we all knew it was coming in Hawkeye. Like, you and I called it pretty early on, but we, yeah. were, we it was speculation. We were like, man, how cool would that be if he really was behind it all? And when it actually happened, I couldn't be happier. That was the cool. That was the yeah. best decision they have made in a long time. Out of a lot of good decisions, but it's... Yeah, I mean, Feige never perfect. seems to miss. I mean, even yeah. his misses, uh, or his slight misses, they end still up end up being... Pretty yeah. good for him. Like the Eternals, everyone was like, "Oh, it's a bummer." It's like the least grossing. Well, yeah, but it was pandemic, um, yeah. and it wasn't recognizable property like Spider Man. For sure, and, and it also ended up making quite a lot of money for them. So yeah. I think they did. And okay. it set up a lot of cool stuff. Like I've, I actually well, enjoyed the Eternals, but that's a different conversation. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, one more thing about the Netflix shows. I think, and this is a conversation we had uh, previously about the CW shows uh, for DC. Yep. There are too many episodes. Every one of these shows, with the exception yeah. of The Defenders, which is six episodes, is 13 episodes. Or 14. I think they're all thir- – there might be one or two 14s. I think Daredevil absolutely earns it. But I do think the other shows could have been cut down quite a bit and they would have been better. Even Daredevil, as good as it is, yeah. if you took an episode or two out of that and kept just kind of le- – the kind of – Yeah, take some of the drama the, out, some of the extra. Cut some of the meat, the, the fat off of it. Um, yeah. I think it would help some pacing issues and you could get rid of some of the retreading the same ground over and over with Matt and Foggy towards like the middle of season that's, two. That's one of my only complaints about that entire show is I wanted to see more of them as friends, but they were fighting yeah. like the whole time. Yeah. And it's like, why yeah. are these guys friends, you know, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> which is unfortunate because that's not so, the case in the comics, you know? I mean, yeah, they've had their moments. Well, sure. They they just they just dragged it on way too much. Like after he made his peace with it, that should have been the end of it. But well, like I um, wanted the status quo by the end. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And I think they were building to that, but uh, we'll, well see what happens. The rumors are that that we'll see Daredevil and, and Foggy and stuff in other places. I expect we may see both of them in She Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if they don't give Daredevil a movie, which he deserves, uh, the rumor is that. Daredevil season four is coming to Disney Plus. That's what I've heard. Uh, and that, Fingers crossed. That Daredevil will join, and possibly Luke Cage is the other one I've heard too. Oh, nice. Uh, would would join the uh, Disney Plus rotation. I haven't heard anything about Jessica Jones. I know they're not going to do Iron Fist, but if they did, season two of Iron Fist ends on an excellent, excellent series of cliffhangers. Oh, okay. It's just unfortunate that they didn't do a season three with someone else's Danny Rand. Yeah, just recast um, it at this point. Yeah, you know? it would be. So, I mean, it could be solved so easily. Just there's so many dudes that would be great in that role. Definitely, um, someone who could fight. Finn preferably. fucking Jones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> someone that'd be be willing to put the work in to learn how to fight. Totally. Um, but what's like, confirmed you never thought coming Robert out? Robert Pattinson could have beaten anybody's ass prior to Batman, but now I'm like, I wouldn't fight that dude for anything. Yeah, man. <laughs> now we talked about Charlie Cox as like the perfect Daredevil. He's great as Matt Murdock. We talked about Kingpin being uh, D'Onofrio. He's he's so good. Christian Ritter's great as Jessica Jones. There, Mike Coulter is Mike great Coulter really nails it. And John Bernthal, like you said, is great as the Punisher. Do you think we'll see the Punisher show up again? This version? Do you think, oh, John? If it weren't John Bernthal, I'd say no. But yeah. because people really like him, and yeah. he has friends, he's friends with like almost everyone in the industry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So, so Disney the, Plus is taking over the Netflix shows. So yes. uh, obviously Disney Plus has had tremendous success so far with their shows. You've had WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, As Loki, we talked about. Oh, yeah. What If, Hawkeye. I mean, there's everything's been great. Moon Knight is dropping uh, March 30th, and then Miss Marvel comes out June 8th. 
Which also um, looks really good. The trailer like totally sold it does. me on it. You know, they've completely changed her power set, and I think that's bit. smart. Yeah, it's, I think it's no, a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> her powers in the comics are she's an Inhuman, and well, her they, powers are essentially Reed Richards' powers. Yeah, they made um, it uh, more. They made it cosmic, basically. She has right. They tied powers. her more to Carol Danvers, which is cool. That's, that's super smart. smart. Yeah. I agree. And so they've given her visual cues to her powers. Like she normally makes her fists real big before she punches stuff. Yeah. So in the, the trailer for the show, you see when she's doing like an energy punch, her fist is like an energy fist and it's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it looks pretty cool. I think the show is going to surprise some people. I think it's going to be good. Um, well, I don't know if I'll surprise anybody. It's Marvel, so of course it'll be good. Oh, yeah. I'm sold on it. It looks good. And, and it is it is cool. Be- How do I put this without sounding really dumb? <laughs> To I get I, more re- representation. Yeah, more, like I do like um, that aspect of it, but it's not. Cultures. Yeah, exactly. I like that aspect of it, but it's not forced. Like if it's natural for the right. character, like so, it's really well, cool to see because we don't get a lot of stories from. I guess that, that perspective. Pers- she, yeah. yeah, she's Pakistani, I believe. Um, so yeah, I mean, you got they've had a lot of success doing that very organically with like Black exactly. Panther and Shang Chi. So if we if we can, I expect That's we'll the see key. organically kind of the Pakistani. And forgive me, I'm so sorry if she's not Pakistani, but I believe she is. Um, like a Pakistani American kid growing mm-hmm. up in New York, like what's that like? Yeah, you know, in the 21st century, like it'll be very interesting. I love that they're keeping the fangirl aspect. Like she's just a huge Carol Danvers fan. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I would not be surprised to see Carol show up in this show at some point. I really hope so. We haven't had a lot of Captain Marvel so far. You know? No, no. Well, she has a brief cameo in Shang-Chi, and that's, you know, she's, that's, right. that's about it since, since Endgame. Um, obviously, the next time her sequel is not Captain Marvel 2, but it's called The Marvels, and it'll be her, uh, Kamala, Miss Marvel, Perfect. and uh, uh, Monica Rambeau from WandaVision, who's going to be uh, Photon. That's exciting, um, man. Dude, it's going to be great. I'm yeah. very excited. All three of them are going to have such an interesting dynamic, and they're all so strong. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Miss um, Marvel looks really good. Moon Knight, I think, is going to be the surprise hit. Like, I, I oh, really yeah. think this show is going to take people by surprise with how good it's going to be. Dude, Oscar um, Isaacs is great. I mean, yeah. he's not always in the best movies, but he gives it his all. And the dude's a chameleon. Which is yeah, perfect I'm, for this role because he's basically totally. multiple characters. Totally. And I love that they're playing up the fact that, like, and this isn't from the books that I've read, at least there's a lot of Moon Knight books, I haven't read them all, uh-huh. um, that the kind of sniveling British personality that we've seen in the trailers is Stephen Grant. And Stephen, does not, he's not aware of the other personalities. He's not aware of Khonshu. He's not aware of Mark Spector. He's not aware of Mark Loxley. Like, or, um, I think it's Mark or Jake Loxley. Um, he's not aware of those personalities. So when he starts, that life starts kind of creeping in. He has no fucking idea what it is. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be very interesting. I, I, I'm curious why they keep making everyone's costumes like CGI. Just they kind of come on whatever I want. Um, but it works for them. That's just the MCU costumes just kind of can come off. I think it's so they can do the, the digital unmasking that they do with Spider-Man all the time and Iron Man where like their mask just comes off so they can talk and then it comes back on. Yeah, totally. That could be the case. Ethan Hawke is in it and he's great. And, uh, Oscar Isaacs is great. And the trailers look amazing and he looks fantastic. So I'm very excited to see it. Yeah. I Um, I I didn't realize it was out already. At least the first episode. Right. Uh, yeah. It dropped March 30th to, which is the day we're recording this. So, um, 
have not I watched know what it yet. I'm doing but tonight. the rumors are, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the rumors are that Blade may show up, and oh that, shit, uh, that's awesome. That it's going to introduce Werewolf by Night, and if those who don't know who that is. In the 70s, there's this character who was part of – when Marvel was doing like a lot of monster books. They had Dracula with Tomb of Dracula, which is where Blade came from. Yeah. Ghost Rider was big. The the man thing, um, you know, a, a lot of that stuff was, was hitting big. And they, they had the, the living mummy and um, just – Lots really of horror books. On, yes. Supernatural all like kind of monster-based. Yeah. And, um, which is cool. Werewolf by Night was one where this dude, this poor bastard, just he gets a werewolf curse. You know, it's just – that's all it is. It's not – anything more than it's kind of the Wolfman. Uh, but it, that is where Moon Knight premiered, yep. Werewolf by Night. Because originally, Moon Knight was a werewolf hunter. That's right. Uh, or a monster hunter. <laughs> and uh, there are clips in the, one of the more recent trailers that show Moon Knight fighting what looks like a big-ass werewolf. And so, That's so cool. Um, it has been... Do you, I don't know if you recall this, but when they were announcing all those, like the gamut of shows they were going to be bringing to Disney+, Plus, one that kind of snuck under the radar was the Halloween special. That's it right. was un- untitled Halloween special. Oh, that's cool. Well, it's filming now. Yeah. And it looks like it's a Werewolf by Night special. Oh, that's awesome. And it's going to drop on Halloween. That's and brilliant. So I think they're going to set – Jack. Uh, I think it's Jack Russell's his name. They're going to set him up in Moon Knight mm-hmm. and possibly set Blade up a bit more after his pseudo cameo, his off-camera cameo in Eternals um, to kind of start building up this little monster corner they've got going. And I couldn't be more excited. I, I hope Blade gets a movie, but I think they, I, you know, I don't know. If, if they gave Blade a show, I'd be cool with that too, as long as they did him justice. What if the Halloween special ends up being like a Tales of the Crypt kind of thing, where it's an anthology, where like oh, one's I'll like a so Tomb happy. of Dracula, one's, Wolf, That'd be sick. you know, I mean, all that shit, you know, just yeah, put it's, it all it's in a, there. You think it's about Dracula, and at the end, Blade just shows up and kills him. And, and kills like, oh, him. Oh my damn, God, all right. that'd be the best <laughs> introduction of Blade. And I know yeah. we technically have been introduced to him with that voiceover, but you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, the other, another show that's coming out that we've seen teasers for is she Hulk. That's right. And I'm, this is going to be awesome. I'm uh, we've so got conf- excited. The trailers have already confirmed that Mark Ruffalo's in it as the yes. Hulk. Uh, we know Tim Roth is going to reprise his role as the abomination. He, that's why he showed up briefly in Shang-Chi to remind Perfect. people of why he's there and to show that he's kind of evolved. So that way when they drop a comics accurate abomination on us in She-Hulk, we're not like, huh? Yeah. Um, nice. There are Ruffalo who cannot go one interview without spoiling something massive. <laughs> May have yeah. inadvertently spoiled something massive about oh, the man. end of this show. That's unfortunate. I'm. De- I don't know if I should even say it, but I think I know what you're um, talking about. Yeah, he made a comment about how this show is like passing the baton, and so that yeah. leads a lot of people to believe that by the end of She-Hulk, Bruce Banner will be dead, which is so dumb. Uh, well, but I, you know, I understand it's not the comics. These are actors. They have shelf lives That's they have right. other things they want to do at times like so we're not going to get somebody playing their character for 30 fucking years unless maybe Chris Hemsworth decides to do it um but so you can point out a lot of, that Edward Norton played him originally so he has been yeah. recast before so they might take yes. him off the table for a little bit and then bring him back with a new actor i would be fine with that yeah. i don't mind them taking characters off the table they do it in the books all the time when they need like a a reminder to people about why they like them so much. 
So, yeah. you know, Superman, Death of Superman, Batman totally. Nightfall, a dozen other examples. And speaking of, the Hulk himself has died before, but he got better. So Yeah, well, it's, almost everybody can say that at this point. <laughs> um, so yeah. the other show, we've got season two of What If is going to come out, and I believe they've confirmed season two of Loki. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Have, no, sorry, they, they have. Yeah, They have season confirmed one season piece. two of Loki. Yeah. I don't recall if they confirmed a season two of Hawkeye or not. I would be surprised. I think that was a we, one-off. Maybe. I, and I they, mean, Clint they, Barton doesn't have to be in it. It can be about Kate Bishop, but... True. Um, they I, did confirm I, that WandaVision was only one season, which is perfect. Yes. Like, that, for no, that storyline, you can't stretch that any further. Yeah, they they needed their own focus to tell that story, and they couldn't do it in a movie, so they, she got a miniseries. Totally. I don't. I think Hawkeye might be a show. I don't think it's a miniseries. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'd but be I down be for wrong. more Kate Bishop. I, I hope it is, but I, I hope Clint's in it, too. Shit. Yeah. Um, but... I may be wrong. We'll see. Um, but spinning out of the excellent Hawkeye show is going to be Echo. Yeah. Who we met in Hawkeye. And Echo is cool as hell. She's a cool character. Um, and I love what yes. they did with her. They already set her up in like the best way possible. Right. And now at the end of Hawkeye, she appears to have killed Wilson Fisk by shooting him in the face, point blank. Now in yep. the comics – there was a cliffhanger at one point where she it's the same story. Like she thought he was like this father figure to her and he, he was the one that like ruined her life and blah, 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 blah. Cause he's Wilson Fist. He's an all time piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, in the comics, when she shot him in the face, he almost died and he ended up losing his vision for a while. And so, uh, one of my favorite scenes in like daredevil history is when he learns that Fisk is blind and he goes to like taunt him. Um, he just shows up in his, his hospital room in the middle of the night. Like, well, 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 Willie, and Fisk is so pissed. It's great. <laughs> it's such a Matt Murdock thing. Like, I just, yeah. fuck this guy. He's been needling me forever. I'm going to go twist the knife just a little bit. Um, What's But yeah, so Echo, I don't know if they're going to follow. I, I hope really badly that mm-hmm. they follow the comics and they segue into her meeting Daredevil and like establishing God, that so. relationship. And um, you can have seems... her deal with Elektra and all kinds of shit. Like, it. It does seem like they're going that direction, especially since they went out of their way to introduce Kingpin and Mm -hmm. Daredevil recently. Uh, It totally makes sense to have both of them at least show up at some point in Echo. Yes, totally agree. And obviously you don't want it to be all about them because they they might as well just be Daredevil and not Echo. But totally. um, I really hope we get to see the in the comics. She always has um, like white face paint like on her hand that she puts her hand over like, right. half her face. Yeah. So there's like a white handprint on her face and that's like her signature look. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope we get to see that. Cause I think that's also super cool. I'd also um, like to see uh, lady bullseye show up at some point. That could be a good, like foil that for her. That would you know? be cool as shit. Yeah. I don't think we'll see that for a little while still. Maybe Probably when Daredevil not. starts back up. Yeah. Uh, but there are plenty of people that you can throw at her. I mean, there's plenty. Yeah. There's so many characters they can't, haven't even introduced yet. Not to mention ones that pre like already exist. That you could bring in. Totally. Um, oh, and I totally yeah. forgot to mention, uh, I'm really hoping we see Matt Murdock uh, show up in She-Hulk. Like, that just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. makes Him perfect and sense. You know, it's a... You know. Or one, either one, but preferably, if you're going to do just one, give me Matt Murdock. But, yeah. Um, I'd love to see both of them in it. That'd be great. And then, mm-hmm. um, especially, uh, just, I, I don't know what route they're going, but... You know, if they're both defense attorneys, they'd be on friendly terms with each other, I would assume. Totally. Um, so anyway, yeah, it, it, that'd be really cool. Now, 
since we, you know, we're, we know for sure that Daredevil and Kingpin, uh, well, at least Daredevil, is going to show up again. We know mm-hmm. that. Feige's already said it's going to happen. It's just a matter of finding out when and where. Um, they're very tight-lipped about it, so I think they've probably already planned and or filmed something, which is why I think She-Hulk. Um, but with regards to the other Netflix characters, do you expect that we'll, uh, you know, we might see Mike Coulter return as Luke Cage? You know, we might see Kristen Ritter return as Jessica Jones. We won't see Finn Jones return as Iron Fist. <laughs> but do you think yeah. uh, do you think there's any chance that they come, that any of them come back? And if so, how how would you want them to do that? I yeah, I've been saying this since Luke Cage first started. I want to see Heroes for Hire, but I want to see a different Iron Fist. I want to see Luke well, Cage. Yeah, it goes without saying. <laughs> yeah, I do want to see Luke Cage and Iron Fist team up uh, in their own show. I think that'd be the best way to to continue it. Um, I know the they, they kind of they sort of um, left Luke Cage in a weird place, if I remember correctly. Yeah, well, it's in a great place. At the end of season two, he kind of becomes like the kingpin of Harlem. Oh, um, yeah. He but has it's... to to protect the people of Harlem. But in doing so, he like separates himself from everybody that he cares about and kind of burns his own life to the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it sets him up as like this reluctant criminal almost. It was very interesting. And it would have been a yeah. really intriguing season three. I would love to see him get stuck in that situation and his boy Danny backing him up in like a Power Man and Iron Fist or Heroes for Hire show. Yes. I think that would be sick. Or a movie for that matter. Oh, um, that'd I think be even with better. Right, with the right casting, like that works really well. It's too bad that they didn't just make it a period piece to put it in the 70s. Right, yeah. Because that would that have been awesome. Yeah. So well, uh, you know, you could. They could uh, film it so like that. There's so many possibilities there. Yeah, you could totally grain it up and film totally. it, put it on film instead of digital. Exactly, but, um, yeah. Yeah, I, it'd be, be really cool to let Quentin Tarantino make it. Holy shit! But yeah, <laughs> he, he, he's always wanted to. He's always wanted to make something with. Maybe that's going to be his final movie because he keeps saying his next one's his last one. I, I don't know about that, but I hope not. Yeah. I love that guy. I, he's I, so he's, he's such weird a fucking ass. good director. He's so weird, but <laughs> I, I just think I think the world of him uh, as yeah. as a as a filmmaker. At least I don't know about as a dude. I just don't know him, of course. But yeah, yeah. He, he seems awfully strange. Yes, uh, but yeah, I think that would be a really cool way to go about it. I think you could definitely keep Jessica Jones in the loop throughout oh, all these totally. other things. Like she's a private investigator. Maybe she's on retainer for Nelson and Murdoch, or oh, she's working yeah. to help Luke out of a jam, and that's where the maybe relationship kind of starts back too. up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I. I Dude, Jessica Jones can show up wherever she wants, and I'll be cool with it. Definitely. I want to see her in um, one of the movies, man. I want to see all these guys in the movies, except for Iron Man. Well, Fist. we've seen Daredevil in a Spider-Man movie. I mean, that's not Daredevil, but Matt Murdock. That's I mean, right. That, fucking, that actually happened. Yeah. Um, man, how cool would it be? nuts. How cool would it be if the next Spider-Man movie is a team-up with Daredevil? Well, we've been saying that for since the I know, minute we watched I know, No Way Home. I want, I want it so badly yeah. to be... <laughs> The next movie to be Peter and Matt Murdock versus the Kingpin. Like, that, yeah. to me, is, like, that would be, like, the coolest Spider-Man movie of all time. And that it's, you know, I can't imagine them topping No Way Home. It's I, For sure. I bought it for the Voodoo account that we share with some friends. Right. I don't know if you've got yeah. a chance to rewatch it yet. Not like, yet. I'm looking forward to it, man. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I, it's I saw so it twice much in fun. theaters. It's, it's, yeah, me too. Yeah. It's very funny. Um just it's a fun movie you know it's like it's really never solid. it's never boring even though at times it gets really dark yeah um it doesn't ever fall down the the hole that like spider-man 3 does and amazing spider-man 2 does at times where it's just like 
man, this movie's a fucking bummer, you know? Yeah. Um, it might be the best third part of a trilogy we've ever had, now that I think about it. I mean, most, can you think of any other movies where the third part's the best one? It's so rare, right? Like, I can't think I, of it. Ragnar? Oh, yeah, Ragnarok. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I guess Marvel's two, the one that, like... Well, it's because Marvel just keeps getting bad. <laughs> I don't know how they do it, man. They... <laughs> They, I'm not they saying every, that pro- I'm not saying every the project they make is better, but yeah. they they just as a studio just keep refining their processes, and it's just it's such it's something to see, man. Like, uh, you totally. know, in, in like five years, we're gonna be at like movie fifty and like phase eight or some shit, and yeah. it's just well, and there's the um, stuff that we're gonna. Oh, oh, did you hear they confirmed? Well, I sent it to you in Discord. I don't know if you saw it, but they confirmed that the uh, one of the guys who worked on Moon Knight is currently at work on a Nova project starring Richard Ryder. Oh, yeah. I heard that. Yeah. That could oh, be interesting. my God. I nerded out so fucking hard. I, Nova has been one of my five favorite Marvel characters since I was like nine years old. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I, See, I'm not I even that familiar Nova. with him. I've read a couple stories with him, but I don't think I've ever read a Nova comic. Years ago, I tried to let you to get to get you to read the Annihilation stuff and like the Nova and Guardians of the Galaxy books that launched back then. Uh, The stuff that the movie, the Guardians movie, stole like everything from. I think I've read Um, some of that stuff, but it was just so there was so much. It was like a four foot stack of books, and you're like, I don't think I can get to all that right now. (laughs) Uh, But that is. That run on Nova by uh, written by Dan Abnett and Andy Landing, like they were a writing team, is one of Marvel's best runs of the 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 two thousands. Nice, like it is so good, and it's just one of those things where they found a way to express everything that's great about the character in one run. Mm-hmm. So it, it's one of those things. If you don't know who anything about Nova, you can pick up their first issue, and by the end of their run, you're going to be like, oh, I fucking love this dude. Um, Before we move he's on, he's like a mix oh, of, of Hal Jordan and Kyle Rayner, although he's been around a lot longer than Kyle. Um, if you kind of mix them together, that's who he is. And he's, it's basically he's Peter Parker as a space cop. Nice. Um, and he's got these bizarre relationships with all kinds of characters. Like he's friends with everybody in the cosmic corners. Like um, he dated Gamora. He's buddies with Star Lord and all the the Guardians. The Kree like him. Um, even the scrolls like him. <laughs> he's friends with like Spider Man. He was one of the new warriors, so he's got all these really weird friends at home. He, like when the Civil War shit was going on, and he came home, the Avengers, like Iron Man, came to his house. Like, yo, our power, like our sensors, just went fucking ape shit. We thought you were like Korvac or something. Like, who, what is this? And he's like, oh, it's just me. I'm Nova. Uh, you guys knew me back in the day. And Tony Stark tried to like push the registration shit on him, and he was just like, <laughs> no. <laughs> No, you guys can't do shit to me. Like you, know, <laughs> you can step off, boy. He he basically um it's very Green Lantern like and and that's where like the oh man, they ripped off DC came from. Yeah. But that's where it ends. Like space cops and like a bunch of them on another planet and there's like some from Earth and most aren't. That's where the similarities end to Green Lantern. Totally. And Nova's very cool. So I think he's going to be an excellent addition to the cosmic universe corner of Marvel's he, uh, and the, the MCU, especially considering that Guardians 3, which they're filming right now, is the last of these characters as the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's right. So if there are more Guardians, it'll be a different lineup, or at least mostly different lineup. We might see a little carryover. 
Um, well, and uh, before then, we're also getting the Guardians Holiday Special. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which it's, I'm and, and the, the really Baby excited Groot, about the Adventures of Baby Groot thing. The Groot That's show. right. There's um, there's a few things coming out. Uh, you got uh, Secret Invasion still, which we know close to nothing about. Uh, yeah, we know uh, that Nick Armor Fury's Wars. in it. Oh, right, Armor Wars. I totally forgot about that one. Yeah, uh, Ironheart. Oh shit! Um, There's all kinds and, of stuff. And Ryan, uh, I read that Ryan Coogler is working on Ironheart in some capacity. So oh, I think cool. they're going to reveal that she's Wakandan. Oh, um, that would make sense. It would be cool yeah. if they just made Riri Ironheart, you know, or something like that. Make her Iron Man kind of thing, you mean? Or because Riri is Ironheart. Oh, she is, isn't she? Yeah, Riri builds the Ironheart. Oh wait, suit. I'm getting her confused. Uh, wasn't there a character in in Black Panther? Shuri. Shuri. I'm getting Shuri and Riri mixed up. Uh, just make, make them the same. Ironheart? Yeah, just make them the same character, you know? Right on. <laughs> Shuri and Riri, that is a little similar. But yeah, there's a lot coming down the pike for Disney+. Plus. I'm very excited uh, about all the Marvel stuff. Obviously, the Star Wars stuff, too. That Obi-Wan trailer was sweet. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of cool shit coming there's down the pike. a lot of cool man. stuff coming um, out this year. Of all the things... Real quick, I'm assuming Daredevil was your favorite of the Netflix shows, right? Oh, without a doubt, especially yeah. season three. It, it, yeah, maybe it's, it's a toss-up even... between season one and three for me, because they're both so good. I agree. Season two is not quite as good, but it is very good. I um, will say Jessica Jones season one's definitely up there, because that was, I mean... Kilgrave. Kilgrave was amazing. Shit, she dude, was great, dude, too, but awesome. like, it was just the perfect balance between her character and his, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, They definitely. both made that show awesome. Uh, of the Marvel shows that have been released to date on Disney Plus, not counting the Netflix shows, but just the Disney Plus exclusive ones, which has been your favorite? Would you say Loki, What If, WandaVision, oh, Falcon Winter Soldier? That's tough. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go with Loki, and I think I'm a little biased here because I just love Loki. I love all the Thor characters, and it was it was quirky and weird and different from everything else. Like it really worked. I thought. And I'm excited yeah. to see more of it. You know. Plus, yeah, you know, the, um, the whole time travel thing. I mean, there's so many possibilities there. The little history references and all the retro sci-fi stuff going on. Like, I really dig that corner of the Marvel Universe. So, Totally. And it, it was, it felt like this own thing. And then, of course, like a lot of these do, by the end, you realize, like, oh, no, this is a big deal. Like, this just fucks shit up for everybody. Kang. Yeah. yeah um, it did a lot. Yeah, it was a great show. Loki was great. Um and then the last question I had for you is of the shows that we discussed that have, have yet to be released, which is the one my favorite, by the way, was Hawkeye, uh, <laughs> which is the one that you are looking forward to the most? Oh, that's tough, man. I don't know. Uh, shit. It's either guess... it's either Moon Knight or the Guardians Holiday Special. <laughs> yeah, that's well, fair. Mo- mo- mostly because James Gunn actually said it's like his f- the fav- his favorite thing he's ever worked on or something. Yeah, so. and he's got um and James Gunn's amazing. While they were filming Guardians three, just to save scheduling time and stuff, so yeah, it's probably almost done being filmed if not already done. Um, and I know yeah, we'll talk about this. Already on a, said that like oh, a bunch of characters that have yet to appear are going to make their first appearance in the holiday special. Oh, so that's I'm cool. Very excited about that. Adam um, Warlock and, maybe. And, Maybe. Uh, well, Adam Warlock's going to be in Guardians 3. You yeah. know that for a fact. Yeah, I think of the ones that are coming up, Moon Knight is definitely way up there, just probably because it's the next thing, yeah. but also because it looks so awesome. Yeah. 
of the ones we haven't seen anything about, I think I'm most excited for Armor Wars because I want to see War Machine like just ripping people to pieces. But I'm excited for all of them, literally every single one of them. I can't wait to see what they do with Loki and what if and if they keep doing Hawkeye. I can't wait for all of it. It's going to be fantastic. I'm sold. Thanks again for listening, everyone. I uh, just wanted to give you guys a heads up that we will be back with more episodes as soon as we can. And uh, we've got a lot to cover from the past few months, including but not limited to Boba Fett, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder, the Obi-Wan series, The Boys Season 3, James Gunn's Peacemaker, as well as all the recent announcements from this year's San Diego Comic-Con, not the least of which was the announcement of several new MCU projects for Phases five and six so again thanks for bearing with us and as always stay tuned for more nerdy content this has been a presentation of the we can make this work probably network follow us on twitter at probably work for more of our questionable content also we have a website called probablywork.com <laughs>